You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Welcome back, Upper East Siders. After a long, hot summer away, I see it didn't take much time for you to dirty up the clean slates I gave you. My inbox is overflowing. So let's get to the good stuff, shall we? Spotted. Chuck Bass up to his old tricks. Poor B. I guess nothing good lasts forever. Hey! Hi! We're together! Yay! Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched our opener of season three, episode one, Reversals of Fortune. Original air date, September 14th of 2009, written by Joshua Safran, directed by Jade Miller Tobin. The summary, I decided to keep them shorter because it's just just too much. Yeah, sometimes. and we get into it anyway, so you guys exactly. know what's going so on. It's a light summary from IMDb. Blair and Chuck adjust to their new status as a couple. Serena returns from Europe with many secrets and a complicated relationship with Carter, which is really not even what the episode's about. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, tonight we enjoyed a little sangria I concocted. So good. Yes. The glass full of gossip this week is titled Polo Punch. In honor of the polo match that they went to this episode. It is summer vacation and we only have about a few weeks left until we start college and the school year because Jenny and Eric start school too. That's right. Um, So we're going to catch up with all of our kiddos. I'm going to start with the Humphreys. We have them in the Hamptons, the Humphrey Vanderwoodson clan minus Lily and Serena are enjoying their last minutes of summer vacation. Jenny is living her best life. I mean, wouldn't we all be living our best life? Her best new rich life. Her best new rich life. Dan and like Rufus are coming back from golfing. It's just like new linen threads. Very, very rich uh, apparel that the the Humphreys are wearing. Very Hamptons. Completely. Jenny and Eric are discussing their deal that they made with Serena. They're hiding all of her exploits this summer from Dan and Rufus. Which I didn't understand until the episode went on. Well, yeah, because I, the, you, it's hard for you to even catch it while yeah. they're talking about it until later on, you know, when we go into more in the episode. So the clan heads back to the penthouse in the city and Dan then stumbles upon the tabloids with Serena and apparently she had a very wild summer. She sure did. Euro trip. A Euro trip. Dan thought she was going on an eat, pray, love journey. Not really the case. <laughs> yeah. So Serena then arrives home in her limo and all of the paparazzi are hovering over her limo. Dan and Rufus, Jenny and Eric are like, what is happening? So Rufus goes out to help her. Obviously, everyone's confused. He even says to Serena, like, what's happening? And she goes, I don't know why they're following me. Girl, you know why they're following you. Also, do you... Do you ever find watching, we're now, okay, we're not three seasons in, but we're in the beginning of of the third season. (laughs) To me, it's still hard to believe that all these people care about about Serena Vanderwoodson. Same. Even in the chat, Jillian's like, who really cares about Serena Vanderwoodson? (laughs) She's this one random person in New York City that, yes, we know her family comes from wealth. That's it. You're really not that exciting. But the young socialite, I guess. No, I know, I know. I know. 
I know. The next day, the Humphrey Vanderwoodson clan are eating breakfast that happens to be all laid out by Lily because she wants everyone to be super comfortable. She's out of town due to Cece's sudden decline in or decline from cancer. So Lily has to be out of town, which the actress we knew was pregnant. So this is a way for them to sum up what's going on with her. When Cece first got diagnosed, and we, were we like, didn't she's think lying. it was real. And then she's fine. And yeah. so it's real. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure in the same episode, they shed a light where... She's taking it her was, meds, Yeah, right? she was taking yeah. her meds. So you're like, okay, so she actually is sick, even though now she's claiming she's not. Right. So she is. Um, and Lily also got the family tickets to the Vanderbilt polo match that Rufus promised her they would all go to show their support. Serena is on board with this. Of She's course. excited to be in the uh, good graces and social aspects and sure. have her photo taken and she can get a new hat. But of course, the other children are not thrilled to be going to this. Serena even apologizes for the paparazzi and tabloids and she still claims she doesn't know why they're following her. You know. Uh-huh. But Dan takes her aside and questions her trip and the little white lies that she's been telling. She, like we said, apparently was on this, like, find myself journey, but the pictures in the tabloids tell something completely different. But remember when Serena doesn't like liars? She doesn't like liars. She hates liars. That's her number one. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I'm still playing catch up and trying to understand what we're actually doing here and mm-hmm. what Serena's plan is like we kind of know as you're going to get into it right like but also but at but, this moment you're like she's lying for just the sake of lying we don't really know what she's up to yeah I have questions but I'm gonna wait yeah so Dan has questions too and he's <laughs> curious of her wild trip and Serena says she has to leave to go see Blair and completely avoids the topic of talking about it. So she does go to meet go to meet Blair, who is catching Serena up on her little journey this summer. So to sum up a little bit of our pair chair, <laughs> the episode begins where Chuck is meeting a girl at the bar and they are extremely flirty. And we come to the conclusion that, okay, so Chuck and Blair are no more. That was a really, you know, quick relationship or lack thereof. And then Chuck does admit he has a girlfriend to this potential venture. And the two of them decide to move on to a more private spot. Chuck continues to flirt with said girl. And then Blair shows up and completely humiliates her on purpose because this is that game that they're playing for the summer and it was apparent that Chuck never was going to cheat on Blair it was just he was participating in a very bizarre game they concocted this summer because this is how they get off mm-hmm. yeah and this is and also multiple to keep times it, in a day yeah <laughs> and to keep things entertaining and fresh so they don't become stale right so that's their explanation for this so before we move on we must catch up everyone on Nate's summer. Oh, yes, Nate. Yeah. He arrives back from Europe via helicopter with a brunette who is not Vanessa. No. Right. And it's clear that these two met on their plane and they don't really know much about each other except that they'll both be at Columbia in the fall. 
he does even ask her her last name or right. you know what how old she is because she does say that she's going to be starting her masters or something of the sort so she is older than him and after they start talking for a little bit they discover that their families are political rivals <laughs> the buckleys versus the vanderbilts and they decide to part ways because of this revelation like they can't possibly date because their families literally hate each other yeah no so sucks nate bad news brie <laughs> sorry girl yeah so back to nate and chuck they're having a discussion and chuck is telling nate he doesn't want to live in bart's shadow anymore and he also wants to find a new hotel to buy because he doesn't want to deal with the palace anymore so then chuck is also insistent that nate go and seek out brie buckley and ignore the flack from his family. He's, Nate's already on the outs with them since he turned down his internship with the mayor. And we know why. Because she was hitting on him. <laughs> God, this, who, the world of Nate Archibald. I really All the older ladies like it. him. Yeah, all, all the ladies like him. Love him. I don't get it. They also discuss Chuck's new arrangement with Blair. And, like, simultaneously, Serena and Blair are talking about this topic as well. And Blair seems to be fine with this whole plan, and she even admits to coming up with it herself. However, Serena is worried Chuck may actually cheat on her. And even Nate is worried that Blair is just playing this game for Chuck. Yeah, because what is Blair actually gaining from this? Chuck gets to lure a woman. Right. Chuck gets the flirting, but then Blair gets to do what she loves, yelling at people. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, again, so a little bit in for her. This is how they're getting off. This is right. They're just that's who they are. That's who they okay. are. Yeah. As Blair and Serena are talking, the paparazzi appear to take Serena's photo, and Serena still claims she doesn't know why they're following her. And Blair follows up with that, that she knows what Serena was and who Serena was doing during the summer because it's all over the tabloids. Uh, So even Blair knows something is up with Serena. Later on, Rufus hears from Vanya that paparazzi are going through their trash. And as he's getting off the phone with Vanya, Jenny and Eric, it's clear that they know something that Rufus doesn't. So they have to tell Rufus about all of Serena's ventures this summer. (laughs) Yikes. So... All of the Vanderwoodson uh, Humphreys are looking at photos of Serena in all these magazines, and they also notice a fellow that is in most of the pictures with her, but they can't really make it make out who it is. So the audience knows that it's Carter Basin and that Serena spent her summer with him, and Serena does run into Carter outside, and he states that they need to talk about what happened during their trip. But she avoids the question by untying her dress so that the paparazzi follow her and get away from Carter. Do you think this is just for us to be like, okay, I need to find out what happens at this point? Like, this is the last straw, like, for the audience? Well, I'm just like, if, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Because we're still, like, it's just like, like, this is so annoying. It's just so annoying. But obviously, we're like, well, we need to un- we need to know what's happening here. And then the whole situation with Carter, like, I still don't understand what's happening with Carter. I right. still don't get it. I think this was a way for them to kind of trick you thinking that 
her rebellion, her rebellious side has to do with what happened with her and Carter during the summer, even though it that's not what happened. Right. She's trying to lead them down a Right. And they're trying path. to lead the audience down that path too. But it doesn't really connect no at all until this scene where you're like oh maybe it's something to do with carter but it really when once you know it's about the father it now it makes more sense all i'm saying is they better do a damn good job with this father's storyline <laughs> or this is real bad yeah because mm-hmm. we had the we had a, a couple of storylines from season two that just we didn't care disappeared. about yeah and disappeared too poppy the whole money situation mm-hmm. yeah I know. I think that sometimes, I mean, obviously it's clear with shows like we watch Riverdale, like they get about like, you know, over their heads coming up with so many different plots for so many people. And then it's like when you don't follow through with the plot, you're like, why did you even bother with this? Yes. Yeah. So the whole poppy thing just they left it like unfinished. It was that it was it. They wrapped it up. Serena arrives home to find Rufus and Dan, who end up confronting her about her trip, and she promises that she didn't go off the rails and admits that her partying life is over and they all should put it behind them. And so Rufus is like, yeah, okay. But also, <laughs> put it behind me. the thing is, though, Rufy can't really parent her. No, it's not his kid. He has, it's and not he's not really even his... technically married to no, Lily yet. it's not his place. And how annoying... For your ex-boyfriend slash you guys are friends, but now living it up in your fucking business. Right? So Padge is just like his nose is in everything. Oh, God. I would not want to be her. No. So <laughs> annoying. I would not want to be her. Yeah. So Rufus is kind of okay with this. I mean, he really has no choice. Right. And then Dan pulls Serena aside and asks who the guy she was with. It was a Carter. And she says yes. And how they traveled together. But now he's stalking her. Another lie. Another lie. She just throws that in there. But now he's stalking. Like, why did you have to even add that into the mix? Dan didn't know. No. What was going on. So all he knew was that you were hooking up with him while you are while you were on your trip. Why couldn't it just be right. with that? And, and also, you know, if you tell Padge something. He's going to do he's something. He's going to do something. So, I mean, the fact that he calls dumb. Blair. <laughs> she Like, how could you not think that through? you dated the guy? Right. You're friends with the guy. You now live with him. You know how he operates. And especially for Serena. Right. Serena. Someone's talking Serena. We Anything have to take for care Salinas. Of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that movie. But anyway. Yeah. Yes. You know so, what I'm saying. Of course, our buddy Padgy calls Blair because now he needs help. Sure. Yeah. yeah. While all of these kids are going through this shit, Vanessa had an interesting summer. She got extensions. She got extensions, I guess. So did Jenny. Their hair is wretched. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, there are, not there are parts that it looked good, but most of the episode, it looked terrible. Um, we have a quick scene in the beginning of the episode at the coffee shop, Vanessa is telling her pal Scott that Dan has to reschedule plans with them because something with his family has come up. So Scott, yeah, as you guys all remember, <laughs> is the love child. He's the love child of Rufy and Lily. We have so many words about Scott. So many words about Scott. Um, Scott seems quite interested in what Padge's family is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Is he okay? Is everything okay? Yeah, they're fine. And didn't Vanessa say like, "Oh, you met him once." You met him once in spring. Yeah, you met him once 
during the springtime, you know, maybe we can all hang out. (laughs) He also looks like he's 12. He looks like a baby, but he's also supposed to be much older than them. Yeah. And we were trying to come up with the math in the chat, and I don't think it's right. Because, because they said someone in the chat. I could said, have sworn Lily said she got pregnant at 19. I know. I'm very confused on this timing because there's no way he could only be three to four years older than them. Right. Because. Right. Right. I, unless the all of our parents had their children fairly young in their really early 20s. But I thought that. Rufus said, oh, you had this kid 10 years before I even knew about him. Yeah, I thought so, too. It's been 10 years. Well, that that would make no sense because that means that Lily and Rufus were 29. (laughs) No. No, that doesn't work either. (laughs) So maybe 20 years, 39. That makes more sense. Yeah. So wouldn't he be way older? Didn't we think he was going to be in his old, at least like like late 20s when I was first in the predictions? if you guys can please clarify, I I don't have the patience or time to do the math at the moment. So yeah. if you knew no further, please um add three gossip girls pod on Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, whatever. Um, we are interested. What's the lie again he's telling to his parents? Um, he still in- tells them he's at Boston U, I think. Okay. So he is in college. So how can they still be college age? I don't Right. Unless it has to be four years, but then it doesn't make... Right, unless he's, like, doing a master's program. Maybe. But even so, then, the casting, then, of this actor, he needs to look way older than he does. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, later on, Dan and Vanessa do end up meeting for coffee to fill each other in on their summers, and Vanessa does tell Dan about Scott and how they're hanging out. Mm -hmm. But she obviously, she's like, some flirting has happened. She clearly likes him. And then Vanessa is concerned with Dan. It seems that he was really living the good life this summer and makes fun of his new wallet and his $100 bills and his wallet, etc., and she doesn't feel like he's the same old Dan that she knows and loves. Okay. I just feel that he is the same Dan. It's just he has new threads and he had a different summer. And this is why. Because he's still dealing with Serena shit and trying to fix her and still trying to be there. And I feel like it's the same situation that him and Vanessa have gone through because mm-hmm. it involves Serena. Yeah. He's just not really updating her on that. Right. It's sad that they really I know. haven't texted or talked to each other during the summer. I guess their lives really caught up with them. Um, so Vanessa talks to Dan. She wants him to meet Scott the next day. But Dan's pretty vague on the family duties that he has to do as his excuse. And then leaves in a limo, which completely throws off Vanessa because he just told her he'd be taking the sex. So yeah. she's like, wait what this is bizarre well she knew i mean he knew she'd judge him well yeah so but it's but later on though it's not even like his excuse for it he doesn't really have one because he's like i i'm just trying to adjust here that's which we'll talk about we'll talk about that um so later on vanessa is venting to scott about dan lying to her and so scott suggests that she call rufus and invite herself to the polo match and then get a plus one 
And then while we're there, you should take Dan aside and tell you tell him how you really feel. This is so What kind of fucking elaborate plan is that? Just call him on the damn phone. Yeah, because Scott, we know he has ulterior motives. So he's like, let's just go to this polo match and meet up with Rufus. But you meet up with Dan and tell him how you really feel. But also it's so inappropriate. It's not like Dan is having this elaborate party like and they're crashing. Party. No, it's just a freaking polo match. They're side, like literally no one cares right, that like, they're there. They like donated. Like that's, that's it. You got in yeah, because of. really pathetic. And then you do have, we have a scene where Scott calls his mom and tells her that tomorrow is like the day he's been looking forward to this entire time while he's creepily holding his birth certificate. Yeah. Uh, just bizarre. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so. After Chair talk to their prospective BFFs, Blair arrives, Chuck arrives to see Blair, and he tells her that he's arranged for them to see some models to choose a new girl to humiliate. And you can see she's a little reluctant, but ultimately agrees to go, hiding the fact that this is bothering her. Because, you know, once Serena tells her you're doing something stupid, she's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe it was brought to the surface and she always felt this way. Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the episode, you do see it's like, eh, it's maybe getting it's, old. Yeah, it, we did it for the summer, but maybe we shouldn't anymore. Yeah. yeah, so they do end up going to the modeling agency where Blair is picking apart all of the models that come out. <laughs> and you can tell Chuck catches on that something is wrong and they decide to stop playing, like temporarily. Meanwhile, at this point, Nate receives a call from his family to welcome him back and attached a note to this car that he got uh, a note reminding him that fall internships begin next week. And so he calls Chuck to tell him that he knows he's how he's going to break off from them once and for all, which now we can assume, all right, we're going to bring Brie Buckley into this situation. We're at the polo match and all of our peeps arrive. Nate decides to introduce Brie to his grandfather <laughs> While also giving him the car back, like, both symbols of him going against the Vanderbilt way. And, like, fuck you. Yeah. And so Brie later on confronts Nate about the party, not realizing that it was a Vanderbilt affair. And she's trying to get back into her family's good graces. And even though the two of them really like each other, they probably should keep their relationship on the DL. It's like the Montagues and the Capulets. Totally. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. It's like something different it's for now. It's fine. Yeah. Another secret relationship for Nate, you know. <laughs> and then later on, he does say that, too. Like, oh, I'm used to secret relationships. You did this last summer. Totally. Uh, William Vanderbilt comes over to them, and it seems like he has Nate's best interests at heart. But ultimately, he then calls trip to tell him he figured out a way to take down the buckley's for good so that's coming Mm -hmm. chuck and blair they're bored at this polo match and see a woman who would be a great candidate for their game if they were playing and later on blair is looking for chuck and it's revealed that he does leave and the blonde also leaves pretty soon after that and so blair is obviously very nervous Scott and Vanessa do end up coming to the match, and Vanessa quickly tries to talk to Dan, but then Blair interrupts to take care of the Carter situation, and that leaves Scott to have to introduce himself to Rufus while claiming to be Vanessa's friend and a big Lincoln Hawk fan. 
Because Rufus goes to shake his hand and he's, he's like, like just staring at it. Like, and I'm sure he's like, wow, I'm going to touch my biological father. Right. So it could have been, it could have been dealt with a little bit better. I think but, so too. You know, nice that he was a little nervous. Uh, Blair and Dan then have Carter presented with a restraining order against Blair, who's claiming to be at Serena's side the whole day. So you can't go near her, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he must stay away from her. But then Serena comes over. God, she really gets me, guys. She comes over and she asks what's going on. And Carter says that her friends are trying to have him kicked out. And then he's like, I'm just going to tell them the truth. And she's like, catches her off guard. But then luckily, Nacho comes over and is like, Serena, we need you to, you know, throw the first ball. And so she enters the course, but instead of throwing the ball, she gets on the back of a horse and runs off into the distance on the horse. And so then Carter gets on another horse and chases after her. This, this sounds like a comedy. This is As ridiculous. you're retelling it, it's very comical. And her hair's blowing in the wind. And obviously the cameras love this. So here's another Felicity oh stunt. God. Here's another. Beautiful. I mean, obviously she did this on purpose. So. Yeah. So in the forest, <laughs> the forest. <laughs> I guess, even though it's a very uh, pristine and polished forest, uh, Carter catches up with Serena and he tells her that this whole paparazzi thing is pretty much pathetic and her only means of it is to seek attention from her father. So now we're putting the pieces together. And it's revealed that Serena's father did not want any contact with his own daughter. And Carter tells Serena that he would have stayed with her if she would have let him. So he explains that she kind of took off after her father didn't want anything to do with her and just left him in the dust. And he decided to leave, I guess, and come home. But, you know, so he still he likes her. The only reason she's interesting, I guess. Carter's in this is because he had a hookup to where her father was. He's good with the traveling, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Apparently. But that's the only reason, right? I mean, like, what? I don't, I still don't get Carter. Like, he just comes and he goes and he's takes your money and things and then he leaves and he can't be trusted, but then he can find things and then. He was with Serena in Europe, and then she wasn't into it. And then he's like, oh, but I really care for her. And then they kiss in the forest. Right. Because if you look nice at Serena, she'll kiss you. <laughs> right. They they kiss because he pretty much is saying, like, I would have followed you. I like you. It's like, no shit. Like, duh. He wouldn't have been doing all of this. It's like he wouldn't be doing all this for Blair. Like, he obviously no. likes Serena. And so. But then he had that thing with Blair. He did have the thing with Blair. But I think that's mostly to get back at Chuck because he doesn't like Chuck. Right. Him, they hate each other. Um, God. But so the two kiss and then I guess go into the forest to do the hanky panky. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then after it's done, Serena heads off and leaves, of course, and Carter's there shirtless to deal with the security guards. After uh, Dan comes back, Vanessa finally confronts him about his changing. And Dan claims his family is going through a huge transition and everyone has to adjust and they're all doing the best they can. And his dad is pretty much losing his mind and feels awful that Cece's doing so poorly and Vanessa doesn't really care. She's like, I I still think you can be yourself through all of this and doesn't know why he has to keep lying to her about it. Like, 
I'm torn. Like, I get what Vanessa's saying, but also I don't see Dan as changing all that much. I don't either. Like, if that was yeah, the he case. he probably lied about the limo thing because it was easier to do that. But And then because she made such a big deal over the wallet. Imagine yeah, if she yeah, said yeah. nothing. He might have said. He would have said, oh, I'll take you back in my limo. Right. Yeah. Or like, oh, can you believe like, oh, I have to take, I'm taking a limo now. Right. I don't think, we're not seeing a big change I don't see it as here. like in a way where it's, you know, unmodest or cocky. Or, where he's changed or, personally. Yeah. He, because even in the beginning with Jenny and. Eric. Eric. Yeah. They talk about how Patch has been ha- with his books. Right. And you can see definitely Jenny is really adapting oh, for to this sure. lifestyle. Yeah. So it's something to keep in mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm- um, yeah. So to sum up the final parts of the episode, we go back to the city at the palace. A We have a chair scene that I actually smiled at. Michelle didn't really care either way. <laughs> um, Blair arrives thinking that she'd find Chuck with this girl. And he states he left because he had a headache. And it's clear he's in bed. He's resting. And so she asks him if they need games to be together and would they be boring if they don't. And Chuck promises her that they can never be boring and it's whatever you want. I just want to make you happy and we can stay in tonight. That's totally good with me. And so they decide to. And I like I think it's cute. Like their night consists of role playing waiter and customer and like whatever works for them. It, you it know? Listen, way better than humiliating. Way people. better. And you guys do you. I just I I recognize it and I'm it's it is what it is, but it's not like I'm like, oh yes, I'm now on the chair train. You know what I mean? Oh totally. No, I'm not on yeah. the chair train either, but I, I looked at this scene and I smiled for the first like time growth? ever. Yeah. Okay. Because they decided let's just stay in, let's just be together. Let's not torment people. I'm and it's like, been okay, three months, good. right? Yeah, it's been about three months okay. because we leave school May, right. June, and now it's going to be late August where they're going to school. So, um, Meanwhile, Vanessa and Scott arrive back to the city, oh, a God. scene that we ripped apart, uh, Michelle and I, and then also in the Netflix party because you have to paint the picture of Vanessa. She's a beautiful, tall woman, probably wearing high high heels, and then she has her kid brother, Scott, <laughs> who looks like he's 15 and doesn't even really reach her chin. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not short shaming, tall shaming, nothing like that. Obviously, you love who you love. That's great. But he does tell Vanessa the Humphreys seem like good people. Don't just throw away a lifetime of friendship with Dan over this one argument. And so while he's saying that, Vanessa decides to lean in and kiss him. Because she said someone has to make the first move. Which, that's good for you. Good for you, Vanessa. It's just, it's just he looks so young. He looks like a baby. So it's hard to... to. And in the chat, they said he looks... Uh, they said the actor now is 35. So then he was 25. Okay. Um, And just doesn't look 25. No, but that's... I mean, those but are actors, right? Great, yeah. Actors never look their age. Yeah. They just look so much younger. Right. Um, we do have the last couple of scenes. We end the episode with Nate and Bree kissing at a light in his grandfather's car or his car from his grandfather. Rufus is paying off the paparazzi because he doesn't know what to do about the Serena thing. And good idea. I guess it's what the rich people do, right? You pay off the paparazzi so that they won't show anything of Serena. And then we have a scene where Serena is leaving her dad a voicemail because 
he obviously the, the phone number doesn't even really work and so she leaves him a message not even knowing if he's going to get it and she tells him that she's not going to stop trying to get his attention and then she's paying her own personal paparazzi. Yeah, because they said to Rufus that we're able to get all the paparazzis but one. But one. And so the one is the one that Serena's been paying because she's making sure her photos are getting seen everywhere. And so this paparazzi now has to make sure it's going to Europe and Asia, wherever yeah. her dad could potentially be. And that's where we close it. Um, lots of ups and downs in this in episode i what are you most excited to see i think that i actually do think finding the father storyline is interesting Mm -hmm. i i and i don't even have a better way that i'd want to see it i just seeing it play out the way it did i didn't love Mm -hmm. but i find it it's frustrating interesting like the way the way serena is working to try to get her dad's attention through these pictures and the paparazzi. I actually like that. I just, for some reason, Serena. the way we saw, <laughs> yeah, the way we saw her play it out. I'm like, I, why is this so annoying to right. me? Yet I actually do like this storyline. I can totally agree with that. I like the plot of it, but watching it play out is frustrating because like, we don't really. But Serena, the way she's doing it, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Like, it just, you see her, like, the paparazzi, she's like, I don't know why they're following me. And then she turns around and smiles for them. I almost just want to, like, slap her a little bit. Maybe it was just done in a different way or a different demeanor. And then I am interested in the Scott storyline. Yeah, me too. But then I find it comical because Scott looks like a child. And so it's like we have, like, really good plot lines. I just don't like how they're being played out. Yeah. I know. It's a little frustrating. It is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll take a break. I have... Uh, got lots of questions and comments to get through. We do have a, um, some trivia that's pretty good, so cool. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Are you addicted to coffee? Do you like true crime? If so, come check out our podcast, Caffeinated Crimes. Every week, we research a different true crime case and sit down with a cup of coffee and exchange our thoughts. From Ed Gein to Lizzie Borden to the suspicious death of Keith Warren, we cover a variety of stories. You can find us on your favorite podcast app or at caffeinatedcrimes.com. Okay, welcome back from break. Going to start out with our trivia. The episode title is based off of the movie Reversal of Fortune. So without the S, Mm -hmm. never seen it or heard of it, really. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Kelly Rutherford is absent from this episode as well as the next two, unfortunately. Yes. To recover from her pregnancy. But that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Reversals of Fortune was watched by 2.55 million viewers and received mixed reviews. And I do have some of the reviews here. Ooh. Yeah. New York Magazine hailed the return of the third season and praised the premiere's theme of change. Michelle Graham from Film School Rejects reviewed the episode unfavorably, (laughs) unfavorably, unfavorably, noting a lack of interesting storylines. Hmm. 
Anid Portuguese of the Los Angeles Times had mixed thoughts on the episode. They state, Overall, my mind wasn't blown by the premiere, but the season only just begun. Bring on the drama. With the Humphrey clan moving into the world of the Upper East Side, New York Magazine examined the altercation that occurred between Dan and Vanessa. When Vanessa confronts Dan at the polo match, he presents a a list of totally valid and sympathetic reasons that he is not the same old Dan, which which includes an illness in the family and a major life change and brings up the very valid, obnoxious point that Vanessa is a shrew with with class issues. I guess so, in a way. a little bit. Yeah. uh, The Los Angeles Times, however, was unsupportive of their move, stating their already loft and bohemian existence was part of their charm and sympathized with Vanessa's perception of their move. Interesting. I still felt just as Vanessa had when she saw Dan climbing into that limo, bittersweet and somewhat betrayed. Film School Rejects considered Dan's speech to Vanessa as the high point of the episode. Film School Rejects calls Blair and Chuck's game predictable and compared it to Samantha and Smith in Sex and the City. Oh, wow. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Serena's storyline was heavily panned with Graham calling it a side plot, but found Serena fleeing with Carter interesting. Serena's wild child summer didn't have the meat to hold up the bulk of the episode, which the writers attempted to have it do. In contrast, Jacob from Television Without Pity praised Serena for using Gossip Girl's blog for her personal ends and her motive for using it. She used Gossip Girl and the tabs against Bart. She used it against Rufus and Lily. She even used it against Blair. Hmm. She's been victimized by it more than any of them. And the graduation when she called Gossip Girl's bluff 16 times in an episode, bringing the world crashing down on her. So maybe it's just the world, the wording coincidentally Maybe this is the strongest, smartest choice Serena could have made, and the lies are just about protecting Dan and Lily from how far she's willing to go. So interesting stuff. Pretty good thoughts there. Um, yeah, definitely. I like it. We did have a goof, and I mentioned it uh, while we were watching. When Vanessa and Dan are sitting in the cafe at the beginning of the episode, she has dreads in her hair. And as she runs to catch up with Dan to return his sunglasses, she has left with shiny styled perfect curls. <laughs> it's been brushed <laughs> it's out. It's so true. It looks like, yeah, like they just brushed it out. It looks so much better. Yeah, I know. Uh, music in the episode, we have No Sex for Ben by The Rapture, Something We're Becoming by Time Machine, Don't Slow Down by Matt and Kim, Plastic Jungle by Mike Snow, Oh Forever by Breaks. Okay, so we're going to get into our questions and comments. Okay. Very excited. On Instagram, Jess at Mrs. Boquist states that she isn't loving Dan's new hairdo. Mm -hmm. She's confused as to why there weren't any Gossip Girl blasts about Serena all summer that Dan could have seen. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah, maybe Gossip Girl doesn't go international. Or maybe Serena's Gossip Girl. (laughs) Or maybe Serena's Gossip Girl. She also says, welcome Brie Buckley. Her last name is in honor of the writer Norman Buckley. Okay. Yeah. Jess isn't a fan of the chair arrangement, and she believes that this is Blair's only way to hold on to Chuck. I don't know if I necessarily agree 100% with that. I think Blair does say it is it was her plan, her idea. But I think she did that in fear. But yeah, maybe it, she ultimately did it in fear, and she does, does tell Serena, like, 
we had the honeymoon phase and we want to keep it up, but like that's not reality. Well, no. Never. No. You know? Her question, which lots of our listeners would like to know, is what do you think about Vanessa and Scott? Do you think Scott likes Vanessa or is just using her? It's funny. I said this when we were watching. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's using her a little bit. Doesn't like her at all? Maybe. I mean, Vanessa's a pretty, yeah, (laughs) kind of like, oh, this is a cool side effect or byproduct of it Mm -hmm. but he's definitely using her to get closer with the Humphreys and if that takes you know dating her kissing her cool because Vanessa's she's (laughs) gorgeous she seems like she's a cool chick so I think this just worked out nicely for Scott yeah I mean he really had no other options unless he took on maybe Jenny or yeah but how would he meet Jenny right it just it's very convenient (laughs) it really did he barely had to work for this right uh, thank you, Jess. We have Tish at Letitia underscore Dominique states. It was obvious from the moment that she started watching that Vanessa and Scott were going to date. Mm. She says it's sad that Serena's father wants nothing to do with her. And she gives this episode a 2.5 glass of goss- glasses of gossip out of three. So I think it's a cute system we should so adapt. So cute. Her questions are, do you think Cece dies? Yes, because why would we make her this ill? Mm-hmm. Unless we just needed to have something for Lily to do. Something for Lily to do, yeah. But I think she does die later on. Yeah. Uh, what is your initial take on Brie Buckley? I think she's cute. That's okay. all I have. I really, I have no feelings uh, towards Brie yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. It's just another, you know, it's something, I was going to say it's something for Nate to do. but It is something for Nate to do. You know, we're not going to do Vanessa. At, we didn't even discuss that <laughs> because apparently Nate and Vanessa hooked up in we Prague We didn't. We didn't once. discuss. Just once. And that was it. It was. She said and it was NBD, you know? That was it. That was it. So. Sad, but I guess there is no more Nate Tessa so to I, hold on to. I guess we'll see what happens with Nate and Bray. Yeah. Um. I think she's cute off the bat. Same. Yeah. You know? We don't know much about her yet. Nothing yet. Just that she's this very smart cookie that goes to Columbia. Her family obviously has a lot of money. And have his and she wants to get back into their good graces, so we'll right. see. Uh, Mike Dell underscore Vasto states that he wants us to join the sad side mm. because of how Dan was there for Serena. Aw, Mike. He also claims there's bagels and waffles on Team Sag, so I don't know. It's looking pretty good. But, <laughs> mm, yeah. But no. But, like, but no. I, I hear ya. I hear ya. It's just no. Yeah. I'm I'm not on a, a team. I'm not on a team yet. I'm not on team chair and I'm no. not on team sad. Same. I was on team Natessa and now Me that too. is gone. Yeah. He, like Jess, actually, was not a fan of the chair storyline as well in this episode. Yeah. Not a fan fave. Yeah. <laughs> um, his questions, since the series is different from the show... If you were the author of the book, of the book series or any book series, and you wanted, and someone wanted to use your story for a TV or a movie, would you be upset if they changed it? And how much freedom would you give them? It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. <laughs> I feel though that if I wrote a story, I would really want to see it visually played out. Me too. The way it was written. Yeah, I know that'd be so hard for me. And I probably would want to be a part of it me too i want to be like really heavily but i also have a really bad controlling thing 
Oh, I do too. <laughs> but I know but you and de- I are the same with that. It depends though, because if I'm in a creative environment and everybody's creative, I love that. Yeah. I love collaborating. Right. Like, oh, they can see this better or a different. Yeah. And, like, okay. and I am pretty, I am a very good team player when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wow, that I don't. That's a hard I question. I think I would probably want it played out the way. I would be upset if they changed certain things. Yes. Again, I would have to see what I have true weight in like a certain character like no you don't understand like, like this, this is it yeah is the core of them this is very important to them this part cannot change but yes you can change this about this character right. yeah so thank you mike thank you um adrian at fem power media you guys should go listen to her podcast she's, she's amazing so cool. yeah i'm gonna link it to actually in the description below um she said serena on that horse in that dress was badass <laughs> She said she had some cringy, awkward moments for her, just Jenny in general. Uh, the cell phones that they use and how old they are. And when Dan lies to Vanessa about the limo. Mm. She also claps for Vanessa in this episode. So I guess she liked how Vanessa stood up to Dan about his whole uh, wealth issue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vic at Muse um, Chick States. She doesn't understand Serena acting up or her even kissing Carter because she doesn't trust him. Vic doesn't trust him or she doesn't Serena? Trust him. Okay, no, Vic doesn't, Vic trust, doesn't him. trust him. Yeah, because we don't even, I don't either. I don't know how I feel about Carter. I know. I'm so like Switzerland with him right now because. But I think this is his role, right? This is how we're supposed to feel about Carter? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I don't. Maybe down the line we can discuss him more because I don't really understand the use of his character at the moment. Yeah. So uh, she said that the chair role playing is what she preferred versus, you know, tormenting the other random girls. And she has a feeling that William Vanderbilt will get to Brie and mess up things with her and Nate. Yes, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Her questions. uh, Do you believe Padge to change now that he has money? No. Yeah. We did discuss this. I feel too. Padge is not the person who decided that this was his new life. Right. His parent got together with another parent and they decided to merge the families. And so can we take a second? And I cannot even believe I'm defending Patch. Same. Because I'm not on any train. But I just, I have to defend him. I don't think, unless we have, where the audience hasn't seen how it's been, but apparently Vanessa and Patch haven't even hung out or talked. Right. So it's not like he just became worse as time she went was on. It and it was pissing her off, but they really haven't talked. So she doesn't know how he is. But wasn't Vanessa in Europe too? She wasn't. Yeah. She was in Europe. And is she, I don't, unless they mentioned it, but did she try to call him and he just ignored her calls? Right. It doesn't seem that they, either of the parties contacted each other. Yeah. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to know why do you think being in the paper is Serena's answer to getting her father's attention? Well, because he won't answer her phone calls. Right. I guess what would what else can you do? That's so her only option. Be obnoxious and big and get on those billboards and papers and stuff. Oh, billboards, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you think you'd change if you came into some money? I mean, how could we not? How can you not change? I would hope that me being able to like I love to give, so be able to Same. give even more. Yeah. Maybe that would that wouldn't change who I am, but it would change the way that I can help people. Agreed. Or... That's how I feel too. I don't think my core values would change. Right. Uh, 
and me as a person i i mean how you could be like how do you know but i re- right there's there's no way to truly know i feel like i've been the same person since i was born mm. i mean i go back and read old journals and i'm still the same <laughs> core how i feel so i don't and that was with age right so yeah. money i like you said i feel like i would just change with how much i give right yeah I and i would give more selfishly i know i'd put it all in savings and not even really look at it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would take it out here and there, but I'm really conscious of my money. Oh, me too. I'm very conscious of it. And I would, but I would be very, I'm already a giver. Yeah. So I would just be able, I would want to give more and I know I would give more. Same. Yeah. So I also have an email from Michaela I'd like to read. Okay. She asks, why do you think older women, or at least older than him, like Nate so much? I don't understand. I just still don't understand. He just seems like too much work for me. (laughs) He's definitely too much work. I mean, he's very pretty. Beautiful. And he has money, so. Yeah. He's so charming. Yeah. But is he? He he is charming in a non-pretentious way. Yeah. Chuck is so pretentious. And that's what I was saying in the chat, and everyone was saying, well, because I was curious of, this game that Chuck and Blair are playing and Chuck has all this confidence and then these girls swoon over him. It's like he can pick any woman yep. and be like, yep, she'll fall for me because I'm Chuck Bass. And it's like, right, not that's for his nothing. line on Chuck Bass. Right. If he approached me, I don't, with all the confidence, they'd be like, ew, mm-hmm. but that's me. Right. And maybe they, he wouldn't approach me because he'd look at me and be like, oh, she's definitely not a girl who would fall for my... Right, right. So I think he seeks out the people, the girls that he knows would swoon because he's got money. Yeah. And 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 know who he he is and his family. Right. And Nate, who doesn't like to drop his name. Right. He doesn't. Ever. Yeah. He generally never does. So he seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. And charming. And he's very cute. And he, yes, he has a thing. The older ladies like him. And he likes the older ladies, too. He does. Yeah, I think um, definitely a character development. Not that he ever was a pretentious asshat, as, you know, quote from Nate. Uh, But I think as we go on, he becomes less and less. He becomes more and more humble, I should say. What are you talking about? Nate, I mean. Sorry. Oh, no, I think think Nate was fine. He always was, like, had that humble quality. But the more you see him, the more he wants to rebel from his family and not become like them no right so i mean i would find that attractive sure (laughs) um she says i know you're not supposed to kink shame but chair needs to cool it (laughs) she loves serena's dress at breakfast very simple and cute my wannabe edgy side really likes jenny's style in this episode except the bad hair extensions they go from curly and nice to dreadlocks in every other scene why does chuck dress like a retired naval officer (laughs) it's true though oh yeah some of his outfits i'm like yikes like i get it but i would never approach looking like that yeah yeah uh she says i like serena and nate as the voices of reason and chairs need to avoid settling down yeah how has serena not learned to not lie her way out of everything it's getting old 
100% agree. Polo match dresses were great. Very cute, especially Blair's. I miss early 2000s maxi dresses and sundresses. Vanessa's extensions need help. She has borderline scene girl hair at the polo match. She said, do you think Vanessa is thinking too much or making too big a deal out of dance changes, which we just talked about? Um, and Chuck as a waiter is great. Mimi giggle. Who do you think is more lost at this point, Serena or Nate? <laughs> I guess Serena. I actually think Nate. You think Nate? Yeah, because he's still, you're right. At least Serena has like a, a purpose and a Yeah, she she kind direction. of has a, something she's focused on. And Nate is just like, wow, my grandfather is cool with us dating. Yeah. Everything's great. That's true. I agree. I take my back, take back my answer. Yeah. Um, but that's all of our questions and Thank comments. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for getting them in before 8.15 PM on <laughs> Thursday. We super appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, fashion headbands. I had one. I had two only because in the background at the polo match, it's oh. a very fuzzy girl, but she's wearing a headband. You're sure. I'm positive. Okay. But Breeze was the other yes. headband. Yeah. Um, I did, as much as we joked about Chuck's attire, I liked his red suspenders in the first scene with sure. him. Sure. Sure. <laughs> what else do you have? Um, I liked Rufy's linen outfit. Yeah. He's super beachy. I l- liked Padge's suit. Me too. He looked pretty good. He, I have to, here it is, I wrote, guys. I wrote wow. I'm saying it. Padge looked. <laughs> he looked sexy in he that. He looked good. Yeah. The white button down that was open a couple right. of no notches. Tie. No tie. The khaki linens. Yeah. I'm into I'm it. I'm into it. That looked real good. <laughs> if Chuck was wearing, or Nate, if Nate was Nate. wearing. Nate. <laughs> there we go. Natey boy. Nate. Yeah. Um, I also had that, and I did have Dan's new summer get up with his uh, yeah. short sleeve button down and khakis um, and the sunglasses. I think he looks really good in those. I liked Blair's dress with the yellow belt. Tish and Jess also liked that dress. Yeah. And um, I liked Jenny's polka dot romper. Yeah, that sure was, was a really romper, cute. right? Yeah, I loved that. I liked Vanessa's shorts. We talked about me that in the chat. I did not like the top. Did not like with. the top with it, but I did like her teardrop gold earrings. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I did like Jenny's black and white maxi dress at the polo match. I love Serena's dress at the polo match. Her dress was beautiful. Um, Tish hated Vanessa's dreadlock style hair as everyone else did. Yeah. And Blair's dress at the polo match looked like a bad bridesmaids dress it did, says with the, Tish. with the pink hat it looked awful it was an awful choice not her finest not her finest no quotes yeah will it taste as good in your welcome back hotter mug <laughs> uh chuck bass doesn't do girlfriends yeah i can hardly doubt she can keep her mouth shut for a whole month <laughs> can't go to a polo match without a hat now take your american girl hair and poreless skin and get out <laughs> And topless on Valentino's yacht. <laughs> I did like when Chuck said, I want you to be happy however that's achieved. Yeah. And then at the party, Eric says to Jenny, oh, Mrs. Jennifer Humphrey, when did you get married? <laughs> yeah. So do you want to go into MVP and shittiest? I'm not sure. thrilled. Not thrilled with my choice. But um, whenever you're ready. It's so hard when you don't like anybody. <laughs> so I'm trying to go with who I feel I spoke about and defended. All right, I have my MVP, and I don't even want to say it. 
I already know who you're saying. I saying. know. I'm just say chomping it. on some fruit from Shamefully, the Shamefully, I'm going to say it. Okay. I can. On three. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, one. Padge. <laughs> I know why you picked Padge. Padge. Yeah. Uh, Rufy is a good choice, too. I was going back and forth with him as well. I felt Padge, I don't feel that he changed. Yeah. I think it was wrong for Vanessa to lay that on him. I get this is her best friend. She just misses her best friend. Yeah, totally. But he's gone through these changes because of his family, not by choice. Yeah. So give him and some he slack. tried to explain that to her. She just didn't get yeah. it. And as much as I find him annoying being up in Serena's business, he's still the same trying to help yeah, her. Yeah, I think not. he didn't really talk that much in this episode, and he was not that pretentious. And, and he wore he, a good suit. And he, yeah, and he, and he wore, a, <laughs> wore a good suit. So, yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. But I did pick Rufus only because I felt like he's going through a lot, and yeah. now his you know, fiance is dealing with a sick mother and he has all the weight on his shoulders and he's doing the best he can. And I felt like he was being pretty supportive of Serena and being concerned for her well-being, even though it's not his kid. Um, So that's my reasoning. But yeah, uh, Tish picked Jenny and Eric for looking out for Serena. Oh, OK. Those are good choices. Yeah. Um, Shittiest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Serena. <laughs> Why did you choose Serena? Ah, oh, she just bothered me. She bothered me. Ah, uh, the lying, the constant need to lie. I, I did. And Tish even says at first she picked Serena because of all the crap she pulled in this episode, but then she felt bad about her daddy issues, so she ended up choosing Vanessa instead because of her reaction towards Pat. So I almost chose Vanessa. Yeah. But Serena. She bothered me more, but I don't want that to be the reason why. And so, right, me too. I think it's just her approach to how she's going about it. Because again, that last scene of her working with the photographer, being like, "Okay, I want my dad to see this." Ever, I'm like, "Cool, I'm yeah. about this." It's how you deal with everybody else that just I bothers know. me. She can never just give a straight answer. It's always like beating around the bush about something. Yeah so secretive and then why do we have to make up a stupid lie carter's stalking me like that's yeah, not that, the way I go about it i didn't understand that has nothing to do with her dad i don't think it's like another flighty response from her like during the seder dan's my boyfriend like no it's not like right. why do you have to she always finds the need yeah. to do that yeah 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 and that pisses me off yeah. and it's like something that she continually does because that's a serena trait but it's never bothered me as much as it did towards the end of last season into next this right. season. So, um, yeah, patron of the week. Ooh, <laughs> it's patron of the it's week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. This week, I chose our vivacious Vic because uh, if you're a patron, you know I have a podcast called Crashing Down with Liz. It's a Roswell-inspired podcast. Each week, I talk about the new series, Roswell, New Mexico, that was on the CW. I do reference a lot from the old series. I have a 
huge appreciation and love for the cast and characters from the original. And Vic has joined me on my train oh, of yay. Crashing Down With Liz and has been sending me all of her questions, comments. We're going to start season two uh, this week. Season two will be on Netflix. So I'm excited to rewatch season two give you guys my thoughts and i hope that we get more people who want to watch this awesome show so Check thank you so out. much Vic, for reaching out to me about roswell next week yep. is a episode i do really like okay much better to me than this okay premiere i feel like the premiere should have been next week's episode got it in my opinion but the title 432 is the freshman college college my three gossip girl my three gossip girls my three gossip words for three two are three gossip words doubts hookups orientation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all right i'm into so we're it we're all going to college i told you i really like this episode we're all going to orientation and we have hookups so i'm assuming that's brie and Nate are going to continue hooking up behind the scenes. Uh, and then the orientation. Okay, so here's the thing. Serena's supposed to be going off to Brown. That is not I'm happening. It's not happening because she's dealing with her dad shit. So she's either going to defer it or she's just not going or she's going to say she's going. And it's a total lie because she's going to go off with Carter to try to get her dad's attention. Yeah. Those are my feelings on there. I think that's great. Uh, doubts, probably Blair and Chuck doubting their relationship because like things are good, but we have to doubt it because we're chair and that's what we do. And probably Nate with doubt because like, it's just Nate. Okay. (laughs) And Jenny, I mean, Jenny and Eric are going back to school too. Yeah. But, like, on not the yet. lighter. Oh, not yet. Okay, so this is, like, freshman orientation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All it's right. fun. So I think it's... Good stuff. Yeah. So when you go to orientation, you find out who your roommates are. Yeah. So Blair's going to find out <laughs> who her roommate Teaser. is. Yeah. <laughs> so. so that's super fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's funny to me that Blair is going to dorm. Yeah. It's not really her thing, you know? Also, she has money. Why wouldn't she get an apartment? Yeah. And also, this is this is not Yale. This is NYU. No, I know. So, the crowd. It's different. Not really Blair's crowd, you know what I'm saying? Was this discussed prior of Blair dorming at NYU in terms of she's okay with it? Because I know there's a whole apartment thing with her and Nate. Like, why wouldn't Blair have her own off-campus housing? Yeah. I think Blair wants that full college experience so it's hard to believe that it is hard to believe that and you will see next week she does it's it's just a struggle because that's not the the blair that we know and love she doesn't yeah she doesn't do like other people uh no she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't do shared bathrooms she does you know? right no any so of that it's gonna be hard a hard transition for her yeah now that you've watched the season premiere do you have any inklings on you who you think Gossip Girl is? Well, you know, like naturally I want to be like, oh my God, it's Brie because she's new. Mm-hmm. But now I'm leaning towards, and I know it's not her, but I'm just going to pick Serena because she's Serena. like controlling media right now. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tish, she's actually a newbie and she sent us that she believes Gossip Girl is or could be Vanessa or Rufus in this episode. 
just Davis. because she had a feeling. I love it. Yeah. So thank you, Tish, for so sending fun, Tish. It's fun to have some patrons who are new. Like yeah, you. it now really you have is. a community. I know. Um, if you're new, please reach out to us. Michelle would love to hear from you and all of your predictions. Uh, also, I would just like to know who is new watching Gossip yeah. Girl because yeah. it's been out for over 10, like, 10 years now at this point. So, um, and the people that I feel are watching, uh, are watching it in the binge culture and watching it over and over. And now we're going to have the whole, um, remake of it. So it's gonna, it's going to be around for a while, right? It's not going <laughs> which anywhere. is going to be in 2021 at this point. So, um, we thank you all for listening. We appreciate you each and every week hope you enjoyed the season three premiere if you'd like to reach out to us you can reach us at three gossip girls pod on all of our social media accounts even at gmail.com we love receiving emails from you guys if you're new even better because now we get to hear your prediction so very excited about that if you're interested in joining our Patreon family, we are ittakes3network.com. You can go over there, check out some of our bonus goodies and bonus content, our mini-sodes like Crashing Down with Liz, <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, and we will see you guys next week for The Freshman. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.